back to Nook's Tavern, the in-game, in-studio podcast all about Animal Crossing New Horizons. My name is Kurt Booten, and joining me as always is the Twizzlers to my Red Vines, Mr. Philip Keating. Hi, Kurt! Hey, Phil. Hey, you want to know something? Tell me, bud! Hey, if you want to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Nook's Tavern, and for as little as a dollar a month, you can help us continue to make this mediocre content that we've got going on tonight. Uh, for more money, we'll make better content. That's kind of what it goes to. So, uh, otherwise, you can follow us on twitch.tv slash Nook's Tavern live each and every Thursday night. Right now, it's uh, about 8 p.m. So, Eastern Time, that is. Eastern Time. So, Phil, how yes. has your island been? Uh, pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty good? Pretty good. Uh, I, I would like to recall last episode that, man, wouldn't it be great if, like, Coco came on Halloween to my campsite just as, like, hey, here you go, happy Halloween. Well, she did. Oh. And not only did Coco, the cookie, soulless bunny arrive on my island she decided to stay on my island wow not only did she decide to stay and move in here she kicked out a villager that i was done with beardo how dare you beardo and petro and soon to be ketchup have all, you know, we're getting there. Look, if you look over, uh, if you're watching the show over on twitch.tv slash Nook's Tavern, you'll notice on the right side I have a new photo there. Ooh. Because Petro gave me his photo finally. Well, that's adorable. Thanks to the wonderful patron and EP of our show, B-Mail, little old Ketchup finally got her hot dog costume. Oh. She looks adorable in it. Awesome. Um, and you know, it's mushroom season, dude. It is mushroom season. What's really funny is, um, I think when we were going over the November bugs and critters and all that, I don't think we talked much about mushrooms because we were, we had Halloween head. Yeah, we, we kind of left it and I figured we'd leave that, um, for November. You know, there was a, there was a lot to cover in October alone, you know, with Halloween and also coming and going of the bugs. So later on the show, we'll, we'll we'll probably jump into that a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I've been catching some new insects. So Ooh. for the first time in a little bit, I, I finally made a donation to the local museum. And uh, yeah, I'm happy. That's, that's very cool. So yeah. uh, one of the things that, that uh, we, you know, we, we did for people who uh, weren't around and only listened to the audio podcast is... We actually did a joint stream on Saturday night on, on Halloween. What? Uh, Are you saying that we did a split screen, unscheduled stream to show uh, all the fun times of Halloween? I did. And it was so much fun. Uh, going to each other's islands and collecting everything. It was great. Uh, we went to patrons' islands. You know, we we visited our, each other's islands. Now that two two and a half video is up on our YouTube. Feel free to check that out. Um, I will say that I got a little uh, loose on stream, and uh, may or may not have uh, cursed once uh, towards towards the middle to the end. 
But since it's a two-hour video, I'm not going in to edit that, so I just wanted to give a heads up. If you do have your kids watch it, I do drop uh, uh, a, uh, an F-bomb in the middle of it, so oh, I apologize. Boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, indeed. But also, yeah. I'm not rendering a two-hour video for a single <laughs> bleep out. So, uh, one of the things, I, I don't know about you, but one of the things I thought was great about the event is we were all very concerned about the candy ratio to, you know, to, to prizes, right? And how, how much that would take. Yep. And that was a non-issue. So much of a non-issue that I have more candy now still in my pocket than I did going into the event. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and like so much of a non-issue that literally if you were buying candy every day leading up to it, you didn't have to buy a long stretch. Well, not only that, you actually wasted your money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, good. You got candy, so that's cool. Uh, but uh, but you really didn't need it. And uh, the 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 prizes coming back were fast and furious. You only had to turn in one thing uh, for for each thing that you wanted to get, uh, whether it was a candy or a lollipop or whatever. I, I loved the fact that there were these nice little touches like uh, for people who are watching in studio right now, I'm dressed as Jack. Uh, you could get his, basically a copy of his head and his robes. And if you walked around the island and talked to your villagers, they thought you were Jack and they would give you candy because they were afraid that Jack was going <laughs> to lay into them. Take them and, down to the underworld. <laughs> right. And so just that was a nice touch. You know, they didn't have to go that route, and it was. I thought it was a really nice little touch. Yeah, the only complaint that I did have, and it's a non-issue now since I have them, but a lot of these bigger-end items for Halloween, we got on Halloween. Yes. And it would have been nice just to have some of these bigger-ticket items available for the entire month of October so that they could be decorated on my island and not just thrown up for Halloween just to be instantly taken down, you know, in a couple weeks. Right. Now, was the carriage one of those? The carriage was one of them. Yeah. So, man, that carriage is gorgeous. Um, but, but yeah, uh, it would have been nice to have those around the island, right? Decorated. It, it, it really would. Now, look, I know you can turn them uh, turn them into white pumpkins and, and kind of work with like a, a winter veil kind of thing. But I just wish I would have had them at the start. Yeah, because then I would have had a use for all these pumpkins that I was collecting, right? To build the carriage, it's it's quite a, uh, a lot of pumpkins, and a lot of those pumpkins could have gone towards that instead of just going right into my bank. Yeah, I still I have so many pumpkins, <laughs> I have a lot of pumpkins left over. Um, so and the but the one thing and you know it's funny um, when we got the spooky candy set. Uh, which if you had to, if you created it and mo you, most people got the DIY, but if you created it, it would, it cost you six candies and we thought that we didn't want to take the chance, right? No, uh, God uh, Cause who knew, but like now in hindsight, well, that would have been a non-issue as well. Um, sure. but, but, uh, I like the customization of the items all over the place. Uh, I like the general amount of items and, and the types of items there were. I thought it was a good event. I hope that they make little changes for for, for Wintervale, but keep it kind of in the same sense where, yeah. you know, if you miss a couple of days, it's not going to really 
mess up your your holiday too much or or at all to be honest with you you know that's kind of what i want but maybe just give us some of the bigger ticket items like you know trees and presents and train tracks and all that other stuff uh just a little bit earlier right yeah um uh, yeah we'll see uh we'll see when that when that starts up uh hopefully hopefully that'll go pretty well yeah uh, i was i was also thinking that we would get a video update for for kind of what's going to happen in November and later in December, but you predicted it. You said, you know, probably not on the 5th, probably the week after that. So yeah, we'll see. Time right. I mean, we didn't get it. <laughs> we didn't get any kind of a notice uh, yet. And uh, certainly there's no downloadable update for the mushroom update uh, since we got the mushrooms already. Yep. So um, you want to just jump back jump right into the news? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So uh, I'll take this first one. Uh, basically, IGN is reporting that Animal Crossing is on course to become the Nintendo Switch's best-selling game. I don't believe you. Uh, well, uh, the the really cool thing is they're seeing huge sales still. They've got 26.04 million copies sold. And... In the Nintendo's latest financial results, they announced that New Horizons had sold over 14 million copies in the first half of the Japanese fiscal year, keeping it above the likes of Super Mario Odyssey, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate in the bestsellers chart. Um, its total sales figures only beaten by Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, no surprise there, which sold over 4 million copies in the same period. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? It's still right. a hot-selling game. And that's kind of really why we're not getting a Mario Kart 9, because this right. this Wii U game right. is still bringing in money. Like, a decent, a lot of money. Yeah. So, uh, so Mario Kart Deluxe is at... 28.99 million copies and in august there was a four million copy difference between the two games and now there's only three huh. so i think christmas is going to be pretty telling oh well yeah yeah i guess oh man that's the thing right how many parents have already bought an animal crossing and a new switch for a kid and are just waiting to give it to him. You know, when switches were hard to get early on during COVID, I was acquiring switches for for other family members and friends trying to, you know, get that Christmas present, you know, back in May or, or June. Right. So I wonder if these numbers are already in for Christmas or if we're going to see a surge possibly, you know, January or February after Christmas has happened uh, to see, you know, okay, yeah, you got Mario Kart. Now you're ready to branch out and get maybe Animal Crossing as well with that gift card that Grandma got you. Right. Um, and, and we, uh, so so one of the things that they were talking about is uh, it may be that it overtakes the racing game sooner than later, but many first-time Switch buyers will likely pick up Mario Kart because of the name recognition. Uh, <sighs> see... More, well, but but I man, I, w- I would I believe that I would if this was five years ago, right? But with COVID happening and this game becoming pretty much the savior of a lot of people's sanity early on in in the the virus, 
Very true. It's a it, like we said before. It's a tier one game now. Yep. Like it's I, insane to say that. It is. But it's true. Well, to to put things into perspective, right? Um, so, twenty six million copies sold. Uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf for the three DS. Yeah. Twelve point eight million copies sold. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, you can't even hold a candle to it. Right, and and so yes, it's grown over the years. Uh, they they have Wild World at eleven point seven five million and City Folk at three point three eight million. Um, GameCube is probably my guess one to two million. Would I would say about two. Yeah. Yeah, um, but. Yeesh. Now, when you brought this article, I. I didn't think it was that close, hmm. but you're right. I mean. Well, twenty-eight point nine versus would you say twenty-six? Yeah, yeah, that's that's nothing. And and honestly, in a in a shorter amount of time. Oh, a lot shorter. Like a lot shorter. I mean, this was you know a year one game. Right. We're we're coming into year five soon. Right, and so, we're yeah, and we're not uh, yeah yeah we're still not completed the first year. Like yep. we got months. Uh, was it? Uh, it came out in March. Yes. So, yep. Uh, we just hit November, so November, December, January, February, five months. We got f- almost a half a year left. Yeah, there's no way it doesn't overtake <laughs> it in that. Right. I mean, it's crazy. It is crazy, and it was so crazy when you brought it. Without reading the article, <laughs> I said, "You're a dumb dumb. Yep. That's not going to happen. Stop bringing dumb dumb news to the show." And it looks like that I was just in, uninformed. And well, thank you for opening my eyes and enlightening me to information that I didn't know. Yeah, well, you know, look, we work together. You know, sometimes yeah. even when you don't agree, you know, right. it's right. true. You have to work together. A little bit of compromise, you know? Yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody needs to have an opportunity to be wrong. That's, yeah, that's you know, true. That's... But also have the graciousness to admit when you're wrong, when you have new information brought to you. That's true. Yes, very true. That's true. So, um, yeah. So, so, so that's that. Uh, do you want to go to the next one, or do you want to skip that one and then go to and then go back to it? Yeah, let's go to the uh, the old NFL stadiums. Yeah. So, um, look, people have been watching sports since COVID hit, and there have been a lot of creative things. Uh, what was the? There was a baseball stadium that had all of South Park characters. Uh, behind home plate to kind of make the stadium feel full. Or yeah, that was the Colorado Rockies. It was the Rockies. It okay, was that hilarious. makes that makes that yeah. makes sense. Um, so it looks like uh people have done a similar thing, and I can't remember the team name on this. Uh, Detroit Lions. Was it the Lions? Yeah, it was the Lions. Uh, they filled well. They put uh a bunch of cutouts of. Animal Crossing characters in the stadium. Yeah, from different villagers, but it also looks like some of the PCs of people that work there as well. Yep, yep. Because yeah, because there's definitely villagers, but also yeah, there's there's just general humanoid uh, players and or, or characters in there too, which is cool. I've got no issue with that, and frankly, uh, I I think they were doing it out on the West Coast. But um, you could buy a, a seat 
and have your picture there in the state in the stands. I know that Tampa Bay Rays, the baseball team, was doing season ticket holders could pay 40 bucks to have a cardboard cutout of themselves put in the stands. I know that the Philadelphia Phillies uh, took in cardboard cutouts of p- local nurses and doctors who worked in the Philadelphia area and yep. just put them behind home plate. So people are getting creative with how they're filling their stands. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's a little... Uh, I'm... I, I, I don't really feel strongly one way or another. I think it's a little silly, but I don't care. I mean, and and if people want to do this, cool. You know, and it is a creative way of doing it. And frankly, look, sports teams make more money than a lot of companies. But they've got to be losing a lot of money during COVID. No, oh, 100%. Like, right? So so if they can make, that, make some of that up with... Uh, Having you know selling cardboard cutouts or whatever, I don't care. I, yeah. I really don't. Um, it's, I'm not it's, there to watch the stands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, except that guy who uh, uh, makes weird faces behind the catcher. Okay. Yep. Sure. Yeah. I think they call him the umpire or something. Oh, um, I don't know sports. So yeah, sports ball. So um, d- the Detroit Lions put out a tweet of what they did. They they made a short video. Put the we music you know the menu music behind it that everybody loves so much so i will link that in the show notes you know it's a quick not even 15 second video so check cool. that out yeah yeah it was it, it was pretty cool um and then we finally get to mushrooms okay let's get into <laughs> the mushroom season okay have you picked any mushrooms yet oh yeah no i have um, but it's not just about picking mushrooms, Kurt. What? Sometimes you have to dig for the mushrooms. So, uh, I've heard there's like an X on the ground, right? It looks or... like a fossil. Oh, it does. Yep. Okay. All right. So I will tell you, I will confess that, um, I, I went onto my island and there were more fossil holes than I expected. I dug one up and it was a giant clam. Oh. And I went, oh, Phil just planted all kinds of stuff around my island when he was on the island on Saturday what? night. You I have know. zero proof of that. No, you're right. I have zero there proof. There would have to be like photo, video nope. evidence of me right. doing this for the entire 20 minutes that I was on your island not picking up any candy. Right. Well, yeah. it's as if like it was kind of some sweet revenge for a DIY hell that you guys left on my eye. Don't spook me like that. <laughs> yes, I planted an entire bag worth of junk on your island. Right, and so once I dug up the giant clam, and that was my first dig, I went, well, I'm not going to dig these up right now. I, I don't have time for this. So if if the mushrooms are buried in those things, now I have to. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. All right, all right. So um, and I dug up I I think like four of them today. They're they're just a rare uh, mushroom that you know truffle pigs normally find. Right, and so so I haven't done any of that, but I've but I've I ran around around my island to pick up the ones that are just laying by the trees. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, and I, I don't know about you. I've only got the mushroom wreath uh, recipe at this point. Yep. That's the only one I have as well. Yeah. Um, I got faked out because I went to one of my villagers and they were cre- crafting and I went, oh, okay. And they said, oh, okay, cool. Here's a mum cushion. Hmm. 
and I read that as a mushroom cushion. Oh, a mush cushion. Yeah, and and so I I learned it, and I'm looking at my DIY and looking at the seasonals, and it just said mushroom wreath, and I went, "What? I don't. I I, I swear I just picked something out, and then I sorted it by date or by by you know most recent." And uh, yeah, sure enough, it was mums. I don't care about mums. Good. But yeah. Good. So that makes me happy as well. Why? (laughs) You left literally two bags worth of DIYs. Don't do that. (laughs) Look, I look. I wasn't the only one that left DIYs. You're the one who started the charge. Look, you're a slow learner, and we wanted to leave you a lot of instructions. I did learn about five new DIYs. Did you? (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. Yeah, me too. (laughs) So uh, we're not going to go in real deep on like you need this material and that material and this and that. But did you want to run down maybe what different DIYs are out there for mushroom season? Yes. Uh, So let me pull up the information here. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, there it is. So uh, the basically there are twelve. No, I'm sorry. There, yeah, there are twelve items that players can create, and there are five kinds of mushrooms: uh, skinny, flat, round, elegant, and rare. Now those rare ones, like I said, are the ones that you have to dig up. Yes, and they're also worth sixteen thousand bells. Right. So. Decide whether or not you want to craft with them or or sell them. Yeah, Although the items that you craft with them might be worth enough to cover that. But um, So you've got what you can build are for decor furniture. you got a mush lamp, a mush table, a mush partition, a mush parasol, a mush log, <laughs> a mush low stool, a mush umbrella, a mushroom wand, which I, I'm going to end up uh, making because I'm apparently collecting wands. Um, mushroom wreath, uh, a mush wall, a forest wall, a forest flooring. Oh, you know what? I just got the forest flooring. So I didn't realize that was a uh, seasonal. Oh, man. <laughs> And then, and then there's a, p- a bunch of uh, customizations. You know, once you hit 13, you never really leave that state of mind. No, I understand. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I, uh, I'm more interested in like the lamps. Yeah. To be honest, and the different colored lamps and all that. Well, that's the thing, right? Is is the customization? I'm I'm really digging the customizations. Yeah. In general, no, it's a uh, it's a really nice introduction to the series. Yeah, so um, yeah, I you know, like I said, I got the flooring, and that's that's fine, and that'll be good. Um, and the flooring, but even that, uh, it's, it's not so expensive. Um, but the, but there are you're gonna need to get a lot of mushrooms in general. And to, how to make do you, these things? How long? How much time we got? Um. Oh, uh, until it's done. I was going to say, I don't know, probably another 20, 30 minutes. Um, 
Uh, it, all I all I've heard is throughout November, which makes sense because of snow. No, no, I get that. Um, there is a date though. Uh, it just vamp for uh, me real quick. Okay, so uh, once upon a time, I found a cornucopia and I put all my gourds in the cornucopia, except that last gourd wouldn't. Okay, got it. Okay. <laughs> that was a gourd story. Um, it's for the entire month of November. So yeah, that's what I said. Yep, it is. I want to <laughs> double check, man. You know, with a lot of misinformation going around right now, I just want to double check the. Fa- you know, I want to count all the facts before I, uh, I before I declare that your answer was correct. How dare you! I'm sorry that would I, I bring fake news to this podcast that's i'm not saying that i just wanted to count all my facts correctly to make sure that all the facts are here before i can declare your comment being correct i see yeah so um one of the things uh, just from this uh video or not video this webpage that we that we brought up about the mushrooms um they will have different spawn rates based on the star rating of your island. <gasps> what? Yeah. So if you have a three-star island, for example, you have a 35% chance of getting skinny uh, mushrooms, a 30% chance of getting flat and round, a 4% chance of getting elegant, and a 1% chance of getting a rare. Yeah, there you go. That whole chart's right there. Yeah, it's right there. And so, uh, interesting that they're doing that. Because the difference between a 5-star and a 3-star island is pretty huge. It's pretty huge. I'm still sitting in that 4. Yeah, I think I'm still at 3. Yeah. And so, the rare mushroom, though, goes from 1% to 10%. So, uh, clean up your islands, make them look awesome, and dig those mushrooms. What I really want now is for you to dig everything up on your island and only pull one rare mushroom out of all that. Oh, I'm thinking it's probably a good shot that I'll have no rare mushrooms. You'll have to report. I will. Next week on that. I will. (laughs) Well, is there anything else you want to cover on uh, Mushcast? No, I think I think we're good, and and we talked about Halloween already, so I think uh, it might be time for a break. All right, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the short break on the podcast. You and chat stick around as uh, we laugh about the world. And welcome back from the break. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, welcome back to Nook's Tavern, part two. All right, so Phil, we got community spotlight coming up. Uh, so. Man, I feel bad about highlighting this creator again, but only because they're so good. Well, you, you know, you shouldn't feel bad about it. If you enjoy a creator because they make great content, there's no, there's no shame in constantly watching and, and, and highlighting them. You know, I've been listening to Radiohead since, I don't know, the 90s, and I still go back to those records because they're still good to me. Huh. Darn and it. You don't, and you don't feel any shame? No, not at oh, all. Weird. Yeah. All right. So uh, so this video is, once again, from Great Bit Arcade. 
and it is the intro to Tiny Toon Adventures. Yes, it is. And it is so good. It's so good. Kurt, you a Tiny Toons fan? I am a Tiny Toons fan. Yeah, me too. Uh, when it, when Tiny Toons hit, because um, Animaniacs was right around the same time as well, but uh, when Tiny Toons hit, uh, I recorded every episode uh, on VHS just so I could make sure I, I, I caught it. Yep. Um, the, the anthology nature of it and everything was just right up my alley. And it was Looney Tunes enough uh, where they didn't try to um, screw around with with Bugs Bunny, they really just made their own characters in kind of that same style of humor, and I it was it was such a great show. It was, and and the fact that they literally have I think the pilot episode for Tiny Toons is a a guy in a uh, working for an animation company trying to think up of new ideas, and they go through the process right. of the character creation creating yep. so. No, this is really good. Um, I'm not just saying that because Tiny Toons is one of my favorite cartoons from growing up. But yeah, one of, one of the, uh, the one of my favorite episodes is when they did the all music uh, video episode. Yep. And they did, I, and and you're going okay, well, whatever. And I was a huge They Might Be Giants fan uh, at the time, and they pull out Particle Man, and it's like, oh no, no, not Particle Man, Istanbul. It, yeah, it's uh, Istanbul. Yeah. And and it's like, oh come on, this is so good. <laughs> it was just so good. But this, I mean, this video is ridiculous. Um, uh, I love the fact that creators can do stuff like this. And uh, we're not going to play it today, but Great Bit also did the Animaniacs intro in Animal Crossing. So, yep, yeah, well, it's dope. It's it's really well made. Um, you know, all of this is streaming on Hulu if you want to watch the original show. So you can check that out there or just watch this short video in our show notes. Right. Cool. All right. So uh, this next one. So uh, I I brought this uh, primarily because of you, Phil. For me? For you. Oh. And it is a YouTube creator... Uh, I just want to make sure I get the name correct. Nintendo World Report TV. It's just Nintendo World Report. Yep. And they... Oh, I, I hit the wrong one. But they created Luigi's Mansion. From GameCube. From GameCube. Yes. Yep. And, uh, the, you know, the font at the beginning of it is, is great. But also, um, they interspersed uh, Luigi's Mansion game footage with Animal Crossing. Oh, it's fun, and they're using Wisp. Yeah, yeah. And so I wasn't, but but I wasn't a, a big uh, Luigi's Mansion player. Okay. I, I wouldn't even say I'm not going to say fan because I like the Mario uh, license in general. But but I I did I just didn't play it, and so. I wasn't sure how closely this tracked or whether it captured the actual the real feel of it or anything like that. Oh, he's using a popper as a flashlight. Oh, that's great. No, this is pretty this is really good. Oh, cool. Good. Yeah, this looks awesome. Yeah, so and this guy, uh let me bring this up. Uh where'd that video go? Apparently I lost my window. 
Um, so this YouTuber, Nintendo World Report, they have 71,000 71, subscribers um, and 817 views. So definitely uh, worth taking a look at, though. Um, 71,000. Yeah. And one. And one. 71,000 and two. No, this uh, is really well made. And it's a 20, it's not a short video either. No. Like it's a 20 minute video going through all of the major ghost fights. And then they show the, from the game, like Kurt said, of the recreation of what they're parroting right after they show you how it looks in Animal Crossing. Right. So you get to see, you know, how much work they put into each one of these rooms and ghosts, you know, compared to the original GameCube uh, footage. So, which, which I love, uh, just yeah. for a point of reference. That's that's pretty cool. It's awesome. So you brought these next couple of items, right? Yeah, I brought these things. Uh, so I love when other mediums, such as cartoons, are remade in the Animal Crossing universe. So someone went out and took the time to remake Bob's Burgers Kitchen <laughs> in Animal Crossing. You know... Down even to the slightest detail of the flying burger picture on the right wall to uh, the burger of the day uh, chalkboard. Yep. So, you know, they took the uh, hat and and made it a cheeseburger and made it look like a, a cheeseburger on a plate display, man. It's just really good. The two people that are standing there do look like Bob and Linda as well. So I just, I'm just I, a little disappointed the kids aren't there. True. True. No, I, I get but that. But it looks great. I mean, it but looks the great. the kitchen looks dead on. And they're using the, desks as yep. the countertop instead of, you know, using a bar top, like in, in the diner top that we have in this game. So it's just, it's 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 darn great. And I love Bob's Burgers so much. Yeah, it's so good. So that was uh, just that quick picture I wanted to bring that I found on Reddit. And the other so, one. So oh. I'm sorry, just uh, that, one of, the, one of the little stupid little details is there's a picture on the wall of the stacked cups and the coffee mugs. Correct. Which completely mirrors what's in the original What's in scene. Bob's kitchen, yeah. Yeah, so good. All right, uh, so <laughs> next. This one was made for me. Oh. Um, uh, they didn't know they made it for me, but they made oh. it for me. Somebody has recreated the Belafonte. Obviously, everyone knows what the Belafonte is. You don't? The Belafonte is obviously Steve Zizou's boat in the Life Aquatic. So using different materials and terraforming out into the ocean, or like terraforming their island, it, they, they, they made the boat. They made the Life Aquatic boat. They're on the dock. They're in the, the Life Aquatic uniform from red beanies down to blue Adidas. And it's just, ah, oh, I love it. I love it's it so, so good. much. It's so good. Yeah, they used <laughs> mirrors for the portholes on the ship. You know, they used uh, the, the the church organ, like a lot of these people do, to kind of make it look like a smoke pipe or, or, or whatnot. So nothing too much. They got a, a statue of, um, of, of a blowfish on there, but they also have a little car on there, which I would guess would represent the uh, submarine that they have on their boat that they go uh, into the water yeah. at the end of the film. So anytime I can find a Wes Anderson and an Animal Crossing 
mashup. I'm bringing it right to the show. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's uh, really well made. So uh, this next one is from uh, a YouTuber uh, named Crepe Queens. They have eight, I mean, nine subscribers. Uh, How many? Nine. You mean? Ten. Ten. And this video has 17, probably 18 views now after you click play. Um, <laughs> so they do the Animal Crossing themes, uh, or Animal Crossing just theme. And, and it's just uh, this woman and, and some of her friends getting together and doing the multi-track thing. And and doing it, one of them's playing a ukulele, and she's playing a melodica, and one of the guys is playing a bowl and a Nintendo Switch case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, it's well done. It's really well done. And the melodica actually completely fits the the game theme. Yeah, it's got that mellowness right. that that the music in Animal Crossing has. Oh, they use an automaton. Oh, I didn't get to that part. That's great. Oh, man. Because oh. you that's, ever played that's with KK. an automaton? Yeah, it's KK in a cup, basically. <laughs> I, I, we've, got, we've got an automaton here. Uh, so do I. Yeah. I have a full-size automaton here. So. Oh, I think we got the junior size. The okay. Other, that half-size one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was fun. And yep. especially because they're using in things, objects, that normally aren't used as instruments, right. which will always gain Extra cred in my book. Yep. Good and, find. And it's well done. Yeah. I it mean, was on top well of done. everything else, right? So, uh, not only do they get a subscribe, they get a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Hey, that's a good idea, actually. I like this. Okay. So, uh, so that, I, and you know how, you know, we both love trying to highlight small creators. Um, and so when I found that, I had to, especially because it was, it was good. And, and remind uh, me of their name one more time. Crepe Queens. Got it. C-R-E-P. Creepy Queens. Creepy Queens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, there's that. And then this final video is from a YouTuber named Builder Noah. And Builder Noah. And I had to bring it because we're, we're, we're very close to. We just got over Halloween. Sure. Um. They did a music video for This is Halloween from the Nightmare Before Christmas. We might even recycle this once we get into December. Yeah, no kidding, right? I mean, um, but it's it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. They only have nine subscribers on this video. Ten so. subscribers. There we go. And 102 views. So hit them up. Uh, Builder Noah. And and basically, Builder Noah says this is the first of eleven songs they're going to be making in Animal Crossing, uh, Animal Crossing from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I'm excited to see some more of these. Yeah, especially yeah. once we get back into Nightmare Before Christmas time period. Right. Yeah. Right. No, these are fun. So yeah. Um, Good finds, Kurt. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, otherwise, do you have anything else there, Phil? should we kind of tease what we have planned for uh maybe not this month but possibly next month um we could uh here i i I could do it 
Yeah, well, yeah, I was just going to... So, so we didn't really talk about how we were going to tease this. Um, so we were asked by another Animal Crossing podcast called Brewster's Roost. Great name, to, by the way. It's a wonderful name. <laughs> and the album art, if you haven't checked it out, is really well done as well. Yep. Um, they asked us to be part of their Animal Crossing advent calendar in December. What they're doing is they're getting as many Animal Crossing creators together to kind of go one episode per day and highlight that day, that creator, and also just bring everybody together as a community. So I just want to say thank you for him for uh, for for reaching out to us and you know I was on stream when it came in and I was I was really excited about it. Yes. And, <laughs> um, we got a lot of wonderful ideas from the chat on what we should do. But uh, in a in a late audible, um, I had a brilliant idea, and I brought it to Kurt. Kurt's like, "Yep, we're doing that." So it's happening, um, yeah. and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm I'm really excited about it. So once we get a little bit closer to that date, we'll remind everybody again. But the easiest way to not miss it is just to go over to Brewster's Roost and throw a like and subscribe behind their show. And uh, as soon as uh, December happens, you can get a bunch of these, uh, you know, different Animal Crossing podcasts that you may not be familiar with. You can get a mini-sode by them and, and kind of check them out and see if there's content out there that you're not consuming that you might enjoy. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to really dig in and get started on, on the production of it. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah it's, most certainly. I'm excited. Yeah, gonna, yeah me too. Um, so um, I think that's that's pretty much gonna be it no bag man this week um he he got his jack head and he coughed in the middle of it and got sick so oh no yeah well you don't want to be seeing this the the jack head like i'm wearing here live on stream uh but with mucus coming out the front of it that's just i I don't even want you to talk about it kurt yeah well uh, (laughs) too late (laughs) too late (laughs) all right well you can follow us over on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, and Twitch at Nook's Tavern. This episode of Nook's Tavern was brought to you by our Patreon producers, Bmail. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash Nook's Tavern. You know what you actually get over there? You get the episodes earlier than the public, but there's no ads. What? Ad-free episodes, yeah. Uh, If you have a moment, head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps the show grow. Or just share this with a friend who's getting back into Animal Crossing. Thank you to Emily Swan for the album art and the wonderful weekly art she produces for every episode of Nook's Tavern. Support her over at patreon.com slash a swan named Emily. She's also doing Twitch art. So you can follow her on Twitch at twitch.tv slash a swan named Emily. She goes live normally every Friday. So if you want to watch her create art live, do so. It's a lot of fun. They're good streams. If you have a story from your island you'd like to share, you can email the show over at nookstavern at gmail.com and join the wonderful community over in our Discord at tiny.cc slash nookstavern. Kurt, where can people annoy you? Uh, They can annoy me or find me over on Twitter at VO by Kurt. They can find me also here on Twitch at Kurtstable, Mondays and Thursday nights over on FTH Beyond and Thursdays right here with you on Nook's Tavern and on my solo podcast, Storytime with Kurt, found wherever podcasts can be found. And Phil, 
Where can they find you? Imaginary Nomad, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram with a one. I traditionally stream Monday to Thursday on different channels. My schedule is over on that Twitch page, so it's Twitch botched. What? My own stream, Almost Daily Discourse, Nook's Tavern, Scared Stupid every now and again. You know, we have fun. So check that out. Anything else, Kurt? Uh, shake them knees. And pick those mushrooms with ease. We'll see you next week, nerds. See ya. See ya.